listeners, welcome to Drama Talk, the podcast where we talk about the big world of Asian dramas. Today, the hosts are Kyo and me, Lilith. What are we talking about in this episode? Rewatches. Who doesn't like to rewatch their favorites? We are discussing the pros and cons of rewatches. And like that, let's start with what is a rewatch in general and what can you understand and a rewatch? Kyo, would you mind to explain a little bit about? Yeah, so rewatches are when you go back, uh, obviously it's, you know, when you go back and you rewatch a drama that you've seen before. Um, so instead of watching a new drama, you choose to instead go back and watch a drama that you've seen before. Yes, this sums it up very nice. Then we have a lot of questions before we discussing pros and cons. How about uh, how do you feel about rewatches? So I'm a big fan of comfort rewatch. So whenever I get to a point where I'm either annoyed at the dramas I'm watching or I finish a drama and it was just so good that I don't know that I'll be able to find another drama that I like that much anytime soon, I default back to my comfort rewatches. So some of these I've seen, I don't know, six to eight times, and I've not been watching dramas for that long. Um, so that cuts into my drama watching time for new dramas, but it makes me feel happy, so I don't care. How about you? How do you feel about rewatches? It's almost the same. I like uh, to come back to uh, dramas I liked and loved. And uh, it's like, uh, we will discuss this later too, but it's like a comfort watch. I, will, I know what me, what to expect and don't get too hyped. This could be bad and uh, good at the same time, but I, I like rewatches. I'm a big fan of it. And like you said, so... <laughs> it's stealing the time from new watches, but I don't mind. <laughs> yeah, case. exactly. Exactly. So to you, what makes a drama worthy of rewatching it? If I, basically, if I enjoyed the, the first run uh, where I was watching it and it gave me comfort or it kept me going, some dramas you're watching and you have the mindset how it's okay, but it's dragging, or I'm, I, to be honest, I don't know if I want to finish it. And if you have a drama you're watching from start to beginning with enjoyment, you're, you're looking forward to it, to get it finished sooner than later. Also, you know if it's finished, then it's over. But uh, it's so exciting that you don't think uh, like the time is running. If you start uh, thinking about the time, then uh, the drama is not as enjoyable. Yeah, yeah, if you're like counting down the clock. Yes, when the, does the episode end and is it, is it already over? <laughs> this uh, doesn't <laughs> sound very good. <laughs> it's not speaking for the drama. What's your point on this? So for me, it's generally twofold. So one... I usually pick dramas that are full of my favorite tropes, um, although there are some exceptions. And so there are tropes that I love to see and I love to see again and again. Um, and then dramas that are absent of the things that make me really frustrated. So that's what truly to me makes a comfort rewatch is that mm -hmm. we'll talk about it later, but um, not just knowing what's coming, but knowing that what's coming is not going to make me angry. <laughs> Yes. Um, and so knowing that that just it's a comfort to know that I am going to enjoy what's coming because this drama is absent of the things that would frustrate me. So those are generally my two points is that I look as I look back and I'm deciding what to rewatch. I'm looking for the tropes that I know and love. And then I'm remembering in the drama were there things that made me really frustrated. And if there either aren't the tropes that I love or if there were things that made me frustrated, I generally move on and don't rewatch it. Yes, uh, I have uh, later on a drama which uh, 
fits in this category. I love the drama, but they have some elements I don't love at all. <laughs> yeah, a, yeah, yeah. It's a hate. And so there's so many that there's so many that I would rewatch, except they've got just some key points of frustration that you can't really skip past, and so yes. I can't rewatch them. Yes. Okay, then. Do you have, uh, this uh, leads very perfectly in the next question. Do you have only dramas you rewatch, which is in your top categories, or do you also have uh, rewatch ones that you're rated lower? So generally, I only rewatch ones that I rated pretty high, but I think all of the dramas that I tend to rewatch, I rated between an eight and a 10, and usually I'm rewatching ones that I rated a nine or a 10. But sometimes I'll go down to an eight, depending on if they match those two categories. How about yes, you? I'm, I'm almost the same. I have in my rewatch list, I think, uh, only tens. <laughs> but I tend <laughs> to give uh, very easily a ten. If I'm, I'm satisfied with the drama overall, then I might give it a nine or ten at first. And uh, eight, seven... And lower, I don't give most of the times. <laughs> Therefore, <laughs> the question is not really for me then. <laughs> ah. So does length play a role in whether or not you rewatch a drama then? If rating doesn't, does length play a, play a role? Oh, I think so, yes. Because if it's l very long, then I might not rewatch it. Or I might skip a lot of scenes, which I wasn't very satisfied. Because a long drama, uh, the probability is uh, high that uh, there are things that, that I don't like in it. If you, for example, take uh, Chinese dramas with episode length of 50, 60 episodes, this is almost not possible. <laughs> it, it hits all my favorite uh, tropes in it. <laughs> Oh, see, and for me, it's not the same. Um, length doesn't play a role at all. Okay. So I, I rewatch really short dramas, and then, like, we'll get into it, but one of my favorites to rewatch is actually one of those 40-plus episode Chinese dramas. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's, and I just, yeah, it's it's a comfort. And then I, you know, if I don't have as much time, then I just skip and watch the scenes that I really enjoy. Yes. But uh, on the other hand, I uh, was just thinking about it. I mostly have Korean dramas on my list. And the Koreans ones, the, uh, this one have most of the time 16 episodes, 20 episodes. And this is okay from the length. And I only rewatched, I think, one or two Chinese dramas, which was very long. But we will uh -oh, get later to this. Yes. Yeah, and I my list is kind of mixed up. I only have a couple of Korean dramas on my list. I have almost no only Korean. <laughs> but yes, let's visit this later. Then um, starting with the pros of rewatches. What's your pros? Which you're so, thinking of? Yeah, so immediately it just it's again like we talked about knowing what's coming. So knowing that there's going to be not the things that I don't like and there are the scenes that I do like, so knowing what to expect and then getting to experience those same favorite scenes over and over. Um, and then a huge key part for me on rewatch is like an absolute must is skipping the pieces that I didn't like. So that's the only reason I'm able to rewatch those really long dramas is because yes, they do contain things that I didn't like, but I get to skip them this time. Yes. So I don't have to watch those parts again. Yes, I feel you. <laughs> feel you very much. <laughs> so what about you? What are your pros of rewatches? It's uh, practically almost the same, uh, like you said, and uh, also knowing the end. It's very important for me Ooh. because I I'm a, I love happy endings. I don't I hate <laughs> don't uh, I hate endings that are left open. Left open is uh, much worse than a bad ending for me. 
Because then uh, you have an ending, but the open ending is, uh, I don't know, I can't handle it. <laughs> and other things is, uh, you revisit old dramas and get, like you said, uh, the feelings of it, and you can revisit the feelings you love, the scenes, and love especially tropes, and so on. This is the pros for me. And feeling nostalgic about them, if they are older, uh, example. Yeah. I feel like I'll get there. I just haven't been watching dramas long enough to really technically be able to feel nostalgic. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, so what are your cons have... of rewatching? Yes, the cons. Uh, no surprises, because it's the other side. You know what happens. And you are, uh, if you want to say you're spoiled <laughs> through the whole drama, because you know what, uh, how it uh, happens and so on. But sometimes uh, I forget <laughs> if I didn't watch it long. Uh, if I didn't watch it recently, then I forgot sometimes what happens. And yes, uh, the feeling comes again. And you know how it ends. There's no surprise, yes, in the end. Also, um, if you have bad scenes, uh, you might get emotional or mad again all over. <laughs> because of the choices that uh, certain characters made or stuff that happened to them. Uh, yeah, in the past I didn't skip. This is uh, a very new concept to me. I sit through and uh, suffered through. But, uh, <laughs> Commitment. This is one thing I will skip definitely nowadays <laughs> if I have the chance to. Because some uh, scenes I like to skip, not really skip, but play it faster and speed up this season. I still want to know what happens, <laughs> but I don't want to listen to them <laughs> talking yeah. to me. And another thing is, a big thing also, uh, I recently figured out, because I rewatched something on YouTube, it might destroy your favorite drama also, because in your memory it was very, it was great, and so, but it has got older, it lost its charm, and doesn't hold up anymore. Especially for the dramas that are older than a few years, like 10 years and plus, for example. And some of the reasons are that the, product, the production doesn't hold up anymore. You are used to see a very nice picture, nice camera, nice cutting, nice sounds and so on. And the old ones might not hold up to this standard. Yes. So some, you might be bothered by it. And another thing is some lines and uh, some plot uh, things and tropes are not really holding up because of um, social uh, standards we have today or social changing we have today, like smoking being cool in the past and now it's only considered bad. And uh, if you uh, see it at all, sometimes <laughs> they blur it out. <laughs> This is yeah. uh, like blowing out a knife or a weapon or blood, depending how the drama is rated. And uh, one, other, one other trope is men suppress helpless and brainless girls, but the girls still like them. This uh, don't uh, work um, as good as uh, back then in this time. Yes, it's a yes, very that good one. scene anymore. Then, uh, wh what's your cons? Do you have anything you want to add? So, very similar. So, until I learned how to skip, I had trouble rewatching a lot of dramas because there's always some little something in there that made me mad. Mm. But now I've learned that, especially, I, I pick dramas where I can skip over that. But there are just some scenes where you just can't because it's so important to the plot line. It's so important to the character development about the main characters that you just can't skip over it. And so, especially when it's not getting mad, but it's getting emotional, um, mm -hmm. then that can be a con for me. Cause I'm, I don't want to get too invested in it. This is a comfort rewatch, right? Like I, I want comfort from it. Um, and then yeah, there's, there have been some dramas that I have tried to rewatch that I thought I really loved that after I rewatched them, I'm like, why did I 
why did I like you so much? You have so much negative things in here that I just, I can't do it anymore. And so just leaving them as a memory is better than trying to rewatch them. But for me, the knowing how it ends is actually a pro, not a con, but I spoil myself for everything anyway. So I read Mm -hmm. spoilers. I'm trying to stop that. I'm trying to stop that now. (laughs) But I have until this point been kind of a spoiler hawk. And so it's not like I didn't already know what was going to happen anyway the first time. So (laughs) the second time through or the third (laughs) time or the fourth, fifth, you know, however many. Um, it's not really all that different that way. Yes. Okay, then we go to the next one, next point on our list. And uh, we want to say if you are spoiler uh, afraid or don't like spoilers, then you might uh, skip to the end or uh, skip the remaining part of the episode because now we're talking about our favorite rewatches and might get into Uh, light spoilers and uh, also heavy spoilers then I would start with Yukio what's your favorite drama you absolutely would love to see coming up all over again so the drama that I could just rewatch all the time that I think I've seen at least eight times in my less than two years of watching dramas is brightest star in the sky which is one of those 40 plus episode Chinese dramas (laughs) It's from 2019, and no, I don't watch all 40-plus episodes every single time. But I generally watch at least a piece of every 40 episode, every episode each time. Um, But there's a certain subplot that I skip, and I just skip the entire subplot. So anytime that subplot comes up, I just skip it, because I hate one of the characters in it so much. But I can do that on a rewatch, and so that's the power of rewatches is that this drama gets to stay in my favorites and it gets to stay in my heart because it's just a subplot that I don't like. And so it's easily isolated. Mm-hmm. And so I just get to skip that part. Um, it's about a girl who becomes um, an assistant for an idol star and about kind of their journey together. And like she said, we're getting into spoilers. So he eventually loses his voice. And so they take kind of this very emotional journey together, of both character development and relationship development. Um, she eventually becomes his manager and it's them working together to save his voice and save his career and save his dream. And her dream of working in the music industry, because she's always wanted to work in the music industry as any role at all and so she has tremendous character growth and development as well and so I love I love dramas where they can work together to solve external problems and so this is the drama that made me realize that that they have this hurdle in front of them and their relationship instead of falling apart when they're faced with it and instead of isolating themselves from each other they join together and use their various strengths as individuals, but also the strength of their relationship to help overcome that hurdle together. Mm -hmm. And there's just a couple of scenes that I really love, which one of them is when he's out working on getting his voice back, they go out to a grasslands area very far from civilization And these are the scenes that you don't get in 16 episode dramas is the tone setting where they can waste an entire episode taking you out of the busyness of where the drama really takes place. And they can just sit you down and set the tone and give you a full episode with brand new characters other than the two main characters and help them Mm -hmm. go on this little emotional journey. And so that's one of my favorite scenes. And then there's another scene where there's a thing about a shirt where the shirt was monogrammed with initials of someone who love is is secretly in love with somebody else. And 
she ends up finding out that those initials are hers because the shirt got lost and it got it was a huge thing on the news that the shirt got lost because it was a really expensive shirt and she ends up finding out that those initials are hers and so that moment when she kind of finally realizes that he's not just a playboy he's not just immature that he actually really is serious about her because he never even told her about it he didn't brag about it he didn't shove it in her face that this was something that he really felt deep down and it's not a scene that they have together it's a scene just on her own but Mm -hmm. I really love that scene so how about you what's your what's your top drama that you could rewatch forever and never get tired of my drama is called Bromance. It's like the title might su- uh, suggest. It's about, you might think about two guys, <laughs> but it's a drama with, um, how do you call it, uh, when a girl uh, is uh, cross-dressing, yes. Cross-dressing, it's uh, a girl who is dressed as a, a man. She lived, uh, she has been raised as a boy all her life. And for whatever reason, I don't can't remember. <laughs> she can go back to to a girl life uh, when she turns twenty six. Something in the ho- uh, past happened <laughs> that she had to live with a boy. And it's uh, like you might uh, assume the boy thinks uh, she is a uh, she is a boy, and uh, treats her like that. And <laughs> It's a comedic, uh, you're always seeing scenes uh, like uh, uh, she uh, tries to hide that she's a girl uh, and he almost uh, finds it out <laughs> always, <laughs> some uh, <laughs> some scenes. <laughs> and why do I like this one? It's, it's a feel-good drama. You don't have too much drama in it and it feels light and she is, uh, he is nice to her. And some time along the way, this is a spoiler, <laughs> he finds out that she's a girl. Of course, this has to be somewhere <laughs> in the drama. Right. But she doesn't know. And this is uh, the scenes I like uh, when she tries to hide, but uh, he knows already and <laughs> plays along with it. <laughs> and also, what I like too is he gave her room to uh, confess to him that she is a girl. He waited for her to say it herself and don't uh, do it like, ah, I know you are a girl, why don't you tell me? And so on. And the feels they delivered together, they have uh, a lot of chemistry. I like this. Also, they have some skinship and this was very nice feelings. And this is something I already watched three or four times, and I can rewatch it all day uh, again. You also have the side characters, which already know <laughs> she's a girl from little, <laughs> and they are in love with her, like the usual trope, but don't say it to her. And they are second syndrome, syndrome, if you want, like. <laughs> ah yes. My favorite. Yes, and some, this has been uh, on my list for years, or not years, but like since nearly since I started watching dramas, I just haven't gotten around to it yet. So I may have to now that you. Yes, I definitely recommend it. It's eighteen episodes with uh, around one hour, ten minutes running, but there's also a thirty episodes uh, version out. I think the one was in TV, 18 episodes, and 30 was online. It's right, uh, writing. Therefore, don't uh, get confused that there are different counts on this. The same one was cut up otherwise. Ah, okay. Okay. Then we are talking about honorable mentions. Do you have one or more <laughs> you want to talk yeah, so you mentioned the cross-dressing. That's one of my favorite tropes of all time. So yes. one of my... I know. Yes. Yeah. 
<laughs> everyone knows. Everyone knows about my love for cross-dressing. Um, so one of my favorite rewatches after Brightest Star in the Sky is Soon King Kwan's Candle, um, where she goes to school dressed as a boy. And it's, of course, an all-boy school because it's historical Korea. And this is one of the two... Actually, both of the two Korean dramas I have on my list are cross-dressing dramas. Um, and so this is one of the two Korean cross-dressing dramas on my list. Yeah. Um, and I love the relationship not just between the leads, but also between the friends. So that's one reason why I go back to this one over and over is because it's not just the romance that I watch. But I also watch it for the friends. Mm. What about you? What's one of your honorable mentions? One of my honorable mentions? Um, I had a lot of rewatches. It was very hard to choose only a few of them. (laughs) And I decided to mention some older ones because somebody, uh, some people don't uh, know them. For example, Marriage Contract, it's a Korean drama from 2016 with 16 episodes. And the um, premise is about a couple that uh, make a contract to marriage because they both need something out of it. It's more a drama, uh, more a melodrama. It's uh, very sad from time to time. And of course, they come to love each other in the end. Of course. Yes, and it's uh, no big spoiler at this point, I would think, because it's already written in the description that she's diagnosed with a brain tumor and have to die soon. And she has a child and she wants to uh, have somebody that takes care of the child that uh, her daughter won't be alone after she's gone. And she finds a man that uh, needs a, a donor for her for his mother, some liver donor, and she uh, wants to exchange this. And in the process, say, coming together and uh, developing some feelings. And as she goes more sick and sick. There are some scenes, or especially one scene, I, I remember this, where she is sick lying on the floor and her child is looking for her and she says she is okay, if I remember correctly. And this was tear-breaking. But it's such a good scene. The feelings are so good delivered. I loved it. And I always want to go back to it. That sounds a, so sad. Yes, it's sad, but it's it's nice kind of sad. It's not. Um, I don't know how to describe. There are sometimes of uh, of sadness they say portray that are feeling fake, or I don't know how to say feeling not really. You don't have the feels for it, and this uh, goes really too hard. And if I'm in the mood to watch something sad, this would be my go-to. <laughs> That's if fair. I to cry. <laughs> That's fair. I just don't usually want to cry from dramas. Yes, the text I just see it's tear tear jerker. This is very <laughs> on point. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And uh, what's your next uh, honorable mention? So my next honorable mention is Together, which is a Thai BL from 2020, where a guy is. Um, getting a lot of unwanted attention from another guy on campus. And he decides that the only way out of this situation is to fake date the hottest guy on campus. But the hottest (laughs) guy on campus is not interested in this. And so it all ensues from there. And I just come back to this one. It's so sweet. It's so cute. And... It's my favorite BL, and I just come back to this one over and over. So everything so far that I've talked about, I rated a 10. Um, actually, I rated Brightest Star in the Sky 9.5 because of that subplot. 
It's the only thing I've ever given a half star to. Um, no. But this one was a 10 for me. Together was a 10 for me. Um, just because it's so sweet, so romantic. And I just, I love it so much that I can just come back to it anytime. I still have to watch this one. It's on my list. I always get oh, it recommended in our server, but I didn't uh, come around to watch it yet. You need to. It's so cute. Ah, I love cuteness. <laughs> this is very good. <laughs> and I don't know. It's not very long, I think. Or? No, it's not. It's not very long. No, then it might be better. Then I can binge it. <laughs> yes, it's definitely binge worthy. <laughs> very good so what about you what's your next one my next one uh, was a very hyped one I would say it's called my love from the store it's an older one too it's from 2013 it's already nine years old <laughs> yes and it's about an alien who is landing on earth 400 years ago and is living among us. And he, uh, one actress is moving in into his, this apartment complex he's living, and there the story starts. And uh, why I like this drama, uh, it's very funny. It have a lot of funny scenes. She is almost every time over the top, but in a funny good way. And he is the cold, cold guy, cold, hot, and <laughs> rich guy. <laughs> and this is a trope I love too, uh, especially back in the day. It also have, uh, he is one of my favorite actors too, Kim So Hyun. Yes, I love this drama. I already watched, I don't know how many times since then. But if I need something to laugh, <laughs> I always get back to this one. And one of the uh, scenes I like very much is uh, they kiss and he can't, and it's a spoiler again, <laughs> he can't uh, eat food that are prepared by a human because of if uh, the human spits or something like that, <laughs> he gets very sick and it's, uh, you can say, allergic to that. <laughs> and the first time he kisses her, his pulse uh, gets high very high he feels so sick and gets a fever and she doesn't know what's going on and she's very offended that he gets sick over kissing her <laughs> and uh, this is so fun <laughs> and another scene is he has a super uh he has superpowers like he can listening to very long distances and of course he can listening in, in into here uh, her apartment at one time she was drunk and making a scene and crying and screaming and he is hearing everything and can't sleep and <laughs> <laughs> is going out uh, to her and ringing the doorbell and saying she should be quiet and she is why the, the, the voice are super uh, sick and I thought that this apartment is you can't hear anything but he can hear everything <laughs> Yes, that's funny. Is, I could talk all day of about this drama. It's so funny. Also, it's old. It's one of the dramas that are still holding up for me. I can't get enough of it. Yeah, I then, see it on rec lists for me all the time. I just haven't watched it yet. You should. It's really, really good. But before I talk longer, I would say, let's get to your next one. So my next one is Cherry Magic, which is a Japanese BL from 2020. Um, also just adorable, where a guy, when he turns 30 um, and is still a virgin, he gains the power to read people's minds when they touch him. And he finds out that the super successful, super nice, super hot guy in the office has a crush on him. And it's his reaction to that and their relationship moving forward from there and how he deals with his newfound magic 
as well as this new relationship building. And it just has so many adorable scenes that are worth coming back to. And the chemistry is great. And they've actually been in other shows together. So they're very comfortable with each other. And you can just, you can tell because they they have just such great chemistry between the two of them. And it's just such a sweet plot line. Um, and there are parts that I skip, but that's the great thing again about rewatches is that you can skip the parts you don't like. Yes. I recently watched this one because again, uh, it was recommended all over the server uh, time from time, <laughs> every yes. time again. And uh, yes. I rewatched it, I think, one, when did I watch it? Around Christmas or around New Year? A New Year, I made a watch party until the New Year. <laughs> and it was very, very good. I loved it. Like I said, the chemistry between both of them was so good. I definitely will rewatch it sometime later again. Awesome. Yeah, it's. To me, it's up there with, I mean, obviously, because it's on my list, but I rewatch this one a lot. So what's your next rewatch? My next one is called, again, a Korean drama, because most of mine are Korean. Uh, Familiar Wife, it's from 2018. And I think there's also a Japanese one, but I didn't watch this one. Um... The main premise of this is uh, there is a married couple. They uh, have childs too. I don't know, one or two childs. And uh, they are fed up on each other. Now it seems like the man wants to play his uh, console, I think a PlayStation or something like that. And she doesn't like that. She doesn't want him to play and don't give money to this. And uh, <laughs> she soaks his console in the bathtub <laughs> and he's very <laughs> it's very expensive too but she doesn't care she she's at home i i don't think she works she's only a housewife at this point and uh, every time with the child and everything getting over her head and he doesn't they can't appreciate them each other anymore and at this point in the life, uh, he he uh, drives through a toll station or something like that, somewhere middle in the forest, I don't know. But uh, then it happens that he w- wakes up in the past. It's like a time travel story. And then he, uh, he has the chance to change his life, to never meet her and to never marry her. And uh, then he comes back, wakes up and thinks, wow, what happened? If this could happen, why not do it for real? And then he goes again back to this toll station and decides to to stay there somehow. Uh And experiences the life without her and is super happy uh, the first first time or the first uh, days. But then he realizes he still misses her and his children. This is one point he didn't uh, take into consideration that he has no children anymore. They are gone at this point or will never be born. And this is uh, sad. And then he tries to get back to her (laughs) at one point. That's the main premise of this. But she doesn't know him. She doesn't know anything about their life together. And I think some way along the way, she figures it out or gets know of it. And uh, some scenes I very liked is uh, they, yeah, what I, how to say, liked, they figured out about the children. And this was a sad part also. Because uh, you said you never thought about your children. <laughs> what happened to them? <laughs> They're just gone. It's, I don't know. It's very sad. That is another, sad. Uh, another scene is also he knows stuff about her. 
that she can't uh, that he can't know because they're not together <laughs> and then he have to to um, uh, to uh, uh, how to say to play it over that he knows because of this and that <laughs> that he don't uh, get discovered <laughs> And it's a drama I like because of the family aspect, and uh, the aspect uh, you would say, what, uh, what could or what if we don't never met or we met like this? I like playing with the swords. Yes. Don't know. Did you watch this one? Maybe I didn't. That one? sounds too sad for me. But it's also uh, a happy, it's more a happy drama than a sad one, I would say. It has time travel, of course, second chances. Uh, what's sad is failing marriage. <laughs> yes, you might try when you're in the mood for it. <laughs> or yeah. <try> ever. <laughs> because, yes. Okay, then let's go to your next one. So my next one is actually the other longest show I've ever watched, which is Love O2O, another really long Chinese drama from 2016. Um, and this one I come back to, I do skip a lot of parts, not because I don't like them, but just because it gets boring sometimes when they're talking about the business. So it's about um, a girl and a guy who meet online in a game and she doesn't know that he set it up on purpose because he knows who she is in real life. And so he saw her playing the game. And so he knows who she is in real life and in the game. And basically just decided at that moment, he fell in love with her and decided she's the one for me. And so starts chasing after her both in the game and then sets it up so that they can meet in real life so that he can go after her in real life. And they're both programmers, and so they share that. And I have been a programmer before, and so I love the computer science aspect of it, too. Um, but it's very sweet, um, and it's got great side characters. And just I love the supporting cast so much that I end up not skipping as much as I think I'm going to when I start a rewatch. So I, I go in thinking I'm going to just skip and just watch the main lead romance scenes. But then I love the supporting cast so much that I end up watching like 80% of the drama, 90% of the drama without skipping when I do a rewatch of this one. Just because the supporting cast are so delightful, um, so well acted, and the little plot lines that they have are so great. So I particularly like How May and K.O. as a plot line. Um, so it's just, it's got a little like nudge of BL in there as much as they can put into a Chinese show. Um, but it's just a fantastic show for rewatching when I just need something soft. And mm. it's also got high production quality for the in-game. They show them playing the game. And it's got decent production quality for that. So it's fun to watch them play the game itself. And the plot line advancement and the character advancement that happens during the gameplay as well. I remember this one. I watched this. Uh, I rewatched it too. And I I have a, yeah, you can say I love or hate relationship with this drama. Because it was very nice. It was very fluffy. But I missed his kinship. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes. I don't think they ever really kissed for or only once or twice, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> the kinship I... isn't great. Prominent in this one, yes. So the kinship is is probably <clears throat> lower than my normal for a romance drama, but I still love it anyway. Yes, it's it's very fluffy and like you said, a soft drama. And the part of it where they are the characters of the game, this is a very good made too, I think. You have you have some other dramas that try to make it computer generalized, 
and uh, it looks don't know maybe fake or it's okay but i love when the characters are the characters in the game too <laughs> dressed at this at this and it looks very much like another world like a fantasy world then yeah so instead of animating them as their avatars they got them to actually play their avatars in costume which is great yes yes so what's your next drama my next drama it's uh, called secret garden it's also a korean one again <laughs> it's from 2010 and has 20 episodes and i think a lot of people might know this one because it was very hyped back in the day but it's already 12 years ago therefore some people might not know it <laughs> it has uh, among others Hyun bin he's a very famous actor and also uh Ha Jin Wo, Ha Jin Won, sorry for butchering the name, <laughs> and some other very famous actors too. But this has also a special place in my heart because it's one of the dramas I remember, which I loved uh, while it was airing. And uh, oh wow, the the one uh, you have to wait for the next episode <laughs> for one week. <laughs> It's like nerve-wracking. Until this time, I only watched the dramas that are done or finished. And this was a very new experience. Therefore, it holds a very special place in my heart. Also, it's very funny and I can watch it all over again. Uh, a lot of scenes I know are very good. <laughs> and I can talk about it all day again. Uh, the premise about uh, very shortly is uh, it's about a rich man and a poor girl and the poor girl is a stunt woman and he is searching for her for a, a, a reason and they meet up and then the story unfolds. Somehow they get uh, to swap their bodies <laughs> And the craziness begins, I would say. <laughs> She's in the body of him and must play a, a big, uh, heartless CEO. And uh, he is in the body of a stunt woman and have to do uh, extremely dangerous stunts. <laughs> and this leads to very uh, funny scenes. They try to act out the life uh, of the another uh, uh, that they don't get figured out and uh, get transported to a uh, crazy people uh, um, hospital and I, I can't uh, I love the scenes like something they have a scene I have to think something like um, <laughs> they, they, they have a misunderstanding the first time they, they talk about something and uh, he understands it the wrong way. They had a, a, she had a photo shoot and he thinks she had something with uh, some other guy. I think it's his uh, cousin. And she took picture of it. But he uh, confuses her with some other celebrity. <laughs> and then he, they talk and they talk different, different topics, but uh, they have similar... <laughs> things and he uh, like she said yeah she did it here in the hotel room and he what you did it here what <laughs> and uh, this is very funny and uh, then she came to to ask who do you want to meet and he says this and this uh, person uh, no I'm only the stunt double why did you why didn't you say because you didn't ask <laughs> And they have to drive uh, with the car back because they got to the hotel they met. <laughs> this is very funny. The, the reaction of him, he's totally, uh, uh, totally shocked. Yes. And I, I very recommend this drama. If you didn't watch it now uh, yet, then you should. I've actually seen it and I loved it until the end. The end, for personal reasons, I just didn't like very much. 
but I loved it up until then. Okay. So I thought it was really funny. 19 episodes of 20, then it's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What to say. Okay, what's your uh, last one? You're already at the last. Yeah, so my last one is my other cross-dressing Korean drama, <laughs> um, <laughs> which is K-pop The Ultimate Audition, um, also known as K-pop Extreme Survival, which is also an older one. It's from 2012. And it's about a girl who really wants to do hip-hop music instead of classical music. Her parents want her to do classical music, so she's a classically trained musician. But she really loves hip-hop music and K-pop music and wants to do a blend of those two with a little bit of her classical training thrown in. And she ends up auditioning for a spot in an all-male boy band. Um, because she can pass as a guy and they end up having to have like a survival battle for the spots in the band and so there's her and several other guys one of whom is her best friend who knows that she's a girl and their relationship is both hilarious and super sweet um, because she's the defender for him so she'll beat people up for him And he's really super soft and like cooks when he's stressed. And um, so they've got a little bit of like swapping the gender stereotypes going on, which is really fun to see. And so it's her relationships building. And one reason that I love to rewatch this is number one, the music, um, just because I love music dramas. So together hits that for me as well as K-pop, the ultimate audition. And then, oh, and as well as particularly Brightest Star in the Sky. Um, so I love music dramas. And then I love the relationships and how much we get to know all the other guys in the survival battle. So I'm a big fan of good supporting casts and of fun supporting cast. So that's, I guess I should have put that in another thing that makes a drama rewatchable for me, technically. Now that I'm looking at this list, I'm seeing that that's a huge theme for me is a really good, solid supporting cast. Um, and so we get to know each of them as individuals and their life problems and like what they're like. And so it's not just about her and it's not just about the romance between her and this other idol dude um and it's not just about the best friend we actually get to know all of these other guys who are part of the survival battle and there's hilarious scenes of course because she's dressed as a boy and so there's all sorts of funny scenes about people almost discovering her trying to learn how to dance like a boy um and then um, just really sweet scenes um, as the friends, well, they're not really friends, but as the people in the survival battle grow from enemies to friends and learn how to help each other. And so there's some really fun, like really sweet scenes of them showing like a united front and togetherness. And I really love that. Yeah. But I know that this is kind of a random drama that probably not a lot of people have heard about. I watched it. Oh, you did? Oh, awesome. Yes, I watched it. Uh, but to be honest, I don't really remember that much about it anymore. But I remember it cut, da cut down. It was cut down for a few episodes. Yeah. Because it should have been longer. And I remember this part uh, because I was very sad bad at the time. Because I liked it very much. It was sad that it didn't got uh, the full episodes. It yeah, it didn't get it fully. It. Don't remember what was the reason, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> it just cut down. And uh, I have to say, it somehow um, re uh, reminded me of the Korean drama You Are Beautiful. Oh, yes. It's very similar in theme. I just, I actually like this one better. Yes, it's, it's a different one, yes. 
it's made a, a different, but had similar uh, things. Yes. I've definitely and, uh, watched your beautiful too. And another thing I got reminded, uh, you said about the the cross-dressing again, about bromance. I had this thought, but I forgot to mention it. It's also their cross-dressings, their girls, you see at one glance, it's a girl. <laughs> and this is what, what I like about bromance. The girl, uh, you don't, uh, you could, uh, she could go uh, like a, a boy, you uh, might have think she is a boy <laughs> because she do doesn't look like a girl. She is uh, not only dressed like it; uh, she has overall the feelings. This is what I like about it too. And I don't like this one. Uh, mostly historically, you see the girl and think, "How could ever somebody think this is a boy?" <laughs> it only works yeah. because it's historically and the clothing. <laughs> yeah, you just kind of have to hand wave it away <laughs> this was one sword on the bromance and yeah do you want to add something no no i think i was done okay then if you haven't watched I it you should everybody listeners yes definitely definitely my last one is something in the rain i don't know if you heard about it it's from 2018. It's again a K drama. It's 16 episodes long, and it's a Nuna romance drama. It's about a uh, a woman who is in her mid 30s, like me. <laughs> if I'm huh. dropping my age, <laughs> um, and she has uh, she has. She doesn't know what's like today the man, and she has been dumped by men many times because of her, uh, of her character, clumsy, reckless, and foolish behavior, and it doesn't fit with a man of her age. And uh, then she meets uh, a man that's a friend, and uh, her friend's uh, brother, younger brother too, who used uh, to live next door. And she always remembered him as a little kid. And she, uh, she meets him again. But now he is a man. A grown up man. And uh, then she falls lo uh, in love with him. But as you can imagine. An older woman with a younger guy. Doesn't very go well with the society. And this is uh, the drama I talked about before. Where are scenes... Uh, I really skip this uh, because her mother is so crazy that she is too crazy <laughs> for my huh. taste. Um, and there was a point where I wanted to cut the drama down myself without her. I'm sorry for the actress. She is so good at being annoying that it's too annoying <laughs> to watch. <laughs> Did your job too well. Yes, it is. Uh, you uh, over, overdid yourself. <laughs> there are scenes uh, in it which I like is the caring for each other and they have some moments, very sweet moments uh, of stolen time together. And uh, she is for her age. She should be mid-30s in this drama. I don't know how old she in real is, but she plays a mid-30s woman. And she is bubbly, more like a 20-year-old. And fits very well with him. And therefore, this is one of the dramas where I think uh, age doesn't matter. If it's legal, of course. <laughs> I have to say right. this. <laughs> and uh, it uh, got me with the feelings because I'm around the same age. And uh, I'm more on the yeah, traditional side sometimes. Therefore, it uh, hit me in the right point, the right part of my heart, and the bubbly feelings, and I love uh, so romance scenes, some daily romance scenes too, where you cook something or you watch a movie together. It doesn't have to be grand on a grand style. This was very nice. The feeling of it was very nice uh, done. And it definitely... Recommended, yes. I've heard of it, I just haven't watched it. 
you definitely should. But there are also some points you might not like very much. <laughs> I want to <laughs> warn you. <laughs> so thanks for listening to us. Uh, think about what dramas you rewatch. Um, do you rewatch? What would you rewatch? Did we miss some of your favorite rewatches when we talked about ours? Um, if so, pop into the server and tell us what they are. You can find us on Discord and top.gg. Our server name is Drama Maniac. You can find our website at dramamaniacs.weebly.com and be sure to stay tuned next week for the next episode. Thanks. Bye.